G'day team, I hope you're great. Uh, I put up a picture or an image yesterday on a couple of platforms um, and I was talking about, it was just a picture of me, which I try not to do too often. I might put up one a year or two a year maybe, um, of me doing a seated row or sitting on the seated row in the gym and I was talking about, you know, the value of lifting heavy shit. Anyway, I subsequently have had a bunch of messages today from people that I don't know through various uh, platforms, some through LinkedIn, some through Instagram, some through email, some through, anyway, it doesn't matter, different places, asking me how I work. How old are you? How do you work out? Now, I don't think this is fascinating, but having said that, I like asking other people how they train. When I meet someone who's been training for a long time, I want to know what they do and why they do it, how they do it, what works, what doesn't work, background injuries, you know, the thinking behind their current operating system with their body and their workout and their habits and all of that stuff, because uh, although I'm a teacher, I'm still a student. Um, so I thought I would share with you, uh, if you're not interested in this, which I don't blame you, I would say 30% of you might be interested in this, 70% of you might not, I'm not sure. Um, but if this doesn't interest you, I'll see you tomorrow. But for those of you who want to hear how I train, um, my rationale behind it, um, stick around. So I started lifting weights when I was a kid. I started lifting weights when I was about 14 or 15. Uh, I started running when I was 14. I started running a lot. So I did a lot of running when I was a kid. Even as an adult, I did quite a lot of running. There was a period of my life where I was very irrational. I would say almost, uh, not almost, uh, definitely obsessive about my uh, about my body, about my appearance, about my fitness, about my strength, and of course, subsequently about my my training, my exercise regime. So I went through a period of time, as many people do, where it was almost like exercise became my obsession. I can have uh, a tendency to be obsessive and to be hyper-focused and not hyper-focused in a good way. Anyway, I think I'm kind of through that now, but 45 years later, I should be. But so for a very long period of time, I I trained, I overtrained, I did way too much for way too long, way too hard, and I subsequently got many inju uh, many injuries. So let's fast forward to now. So what is the fifty nine year old endomorph? What's an endomorph? My body is predisposed to gain fat quite easily, some muscle, but also fat easily. I'm not genetically um, gifted at being lean or having a lean body, and so. While I can't change my genetic disposition, yes, I can influence my genetics, epigenetic influencing. I can manipulate them. So I have had to figure out an operating system, a plan, a strategy that works to optimize my body uh, with my DNA. And so I've done that over time. So I these days, I lift weights every day of the week, and I don't need to lift weights every day of the week. I do that because I like the habit. I like the habit of going to the gym, of hanging out with my mates, of talking shits, of getting out of the chair that I'm currently in and am in way too often. Um, I like to get my heart rate up. I like to sweat a bit. I like to put my muscles under load. So I lift weights seven days a week. Uh, I do what we would loosely call a split routine where I break my body parts up. 
So, if, you know, old school bodybuilder stuff, which we would go, oh, maybe chest and back one day and maybe shoulders and arms another day and maybe legs another day and maybe core another day. And then we would have maybe a day off and go back to the start or not. But typically I would train one or two or three muscle groups on a day. I don't follow anything set these days because I've been doing it for a thousand years and I know my body. But what what lifting weights does for me, it keeps me, well, firstly, a lot of people don't know this, lifting weights is a cognitive enhancer. So lifting weights actually does great shit for your brain, improves focus, mental acuity, memory. Uh, it also produces dopamine if you're doing it the right way. Um, and it gives you that kind of little kind of spark of joy and fun and uh, a, a sense of accomplishment. So there are cognitive and emotional benefits as well. But for me on a physiological level, it just means that I'm 59, but I don't have the strength of a typical 59-year-old. I'm much stronger. And that's not ego talking. That's just 45 years of weight training. So I'm much stronger. My bone density is good. My range of movement is good. Um, my posture is good. Uh, my energy levels are good. Uh, as I said, it's a form of socialization for me. Um, now, I typically do, like I said, typically I would do two or three muscle groups. I would do four, maybe around four exercises per muscle group, especially bigger ones like back, shoulders, um, chest, legs. Uh, smaller muscle groups, biceps and triceps, maybe two exercises keeping in mind that every time you train your back or you're doing pulling movements, so seated row, lat pull-downs, chin-ups, chin-ups, one-arm rows, bent-over barbell row, all of those pulling movements involve biceps. So anytime you're doing bending your elbow, which is elbow flexion, anytime you're doing that, you're using your biceps anyway. So biceps aren't as necessary to train as a lot of people train them. And then triceps, of course, which is on the, the back of your arm and the opposite side of your bicep, that's involved in tricep extension. In other words, straightening your elbow. So any movement where we're straightening our elbow, like a push-up or like a bench press or like an incline press or a dip or a shoulder press or a tricep kickback, any movement where we're extending our elbow under load, uh, we're working our triceps. And so, you know, one or two on little muscle groups, three or four or maybe five exercises on bigger muscle groups. Um, I always warm up well. I do some upper and lower body stretching. And I would probably spend, I'm not very efficient in the gym because I'm helping a bunch of friends every time I train normally. So I might spend 50% of my time helping other people, telling people what to do. I have a few, I call it my uh, merry band of misfits, people that come in that I just train them while I train myself. So I might spend 50% of my time at the gym training me and 50% of the time doing other stuff, which I'm totally fine with. And for me, these days, my strength training is more about um, maintenance than it is about drastic improvement. As long as I can kind of keep what I've got, strength, flexibility, range of movement, power, speed, you know, aerobic endurance, muscular endurance, all of those measures of fitness, as long as I can keep that stuff pretty much where it is for the next 5, 10, 15 years, which is my goal, then I'm in a reasonably good place. So that's strength training. And I use... Um, if you're saying what equipment do you use, I use everything from pin loaded to dumbbells to barbells to kettlebells to therabands to you know body weight stuff. So everything, everything where I'm putting my muscles under load in different capacity, remembering that, keeping in mind that a variety and progression are key for not only maintaining strength, but also progressing. 
especially for those of you who are in the progressive phase, you need you need variety and you need some kind of progression of intensity, weight, reduction of recovery time. You need some added stimulus to, in layman's terms, make it harder or keep making it hard so your body's got to keep adapting. All right, just quickly, stretching. I'm shit at stretching. I could tell you I stretch for half an hour a day. That would be lie, a lie. I stretch for really five to 15 minutes a day. I don't do it every day. I should do it every day. I should do more of it. Um, I need it. Uh, don't be like me. Stretch more than me. I generally do that separate from my workout. So the the office that I'm in right now, I have long, not long, but I have kind of plush carpet which is a bit fancy, which I like my bare feet are sticking in right now. I love to lie on the floor and just stretch. It's a kind of a nice space and nice environment. So I'll stretch here. Generally, I'll do that every day, but I don't I don't manage to do it every single day, but most. In terms of cardio, so because my body, because I've been training so long and I've got some injuries, none of them are life-threatening, but, you know, little bit of lower back stuff, a little bit of shoulder stuff. I've torn both rotator cuffs. I've torn both hamstring squads. I've I've had multiple bulging discs. And remember, this is over half a century. So, But at the moment, my body's okay, a few aches and pains. But um, So I run three, about three days a week, I run for about two kilometers. And that doesn't seem far. That's because it's not. And I don't run super fast, but I might walk out my site, sometimes even one, but generally lately I'm doing two. So like, for example, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'll do a 2K run as quick as I can without being ridiculous. So I don't want to give myself a heart attack. I don't want to come home and throw up in the front yard, but I'll run as hard as I can within reason. And so that might get me home in around 10 minutes, 10 and a half minutes, five minute Ks-ish, five and a half minutes, depends. So for somebody who's an actual runner, that's slow. But for me, who's just an old bodybuilder, who's doing some running three times a week, two Ks, six Ks of running a week, running with a level of intensity um, is really good. So that, that we know that short, hard, sharp, within reason, in a sensible way, uh, interval training or cardiovascular training where we're just giving it a quick five to 10 minute blip uh, is actually uh, full of benefits, cardiovascular benefits, metabolic benefits, and and lots more. Also cognitive benefits too, increases focus, mental acuity, as I said before. And on top of the running, I will do, I have an exercise bike at home and I will once or twice a week do some interval training on the bike. And that would be just like not much, like 20 minutes where uh, I'll do like three minutes warm up, three minutes cool down, which means 14 minutes in the middle. And for the 14 minutes, I will do something like 20 to 25 seconds, like a maniac, like a fucking maniac working hard and then 40 seconds of recovery. So my protocol is three minutes warm up then 20 seconds hard, real hard, maybe 25. And then the balance of the minute is a slow pedal recovery. So on the minute, every time I'm on the minute, I go nuts for 20, 25 seconds and the balance of the minute is my recovery. When I get to 17 or 18 minutes, sometimes I'll have the last two or three minutes as a, a warm down, cool down, slow pedal. I also walk a lot and I do a few things with my walking. I, I walk in bare feet when I actually go for a walk versus I'm walking somewhere to do something like get a coffee or buy some groceries. But when I go for a walk, I invariably walk in bare feet. I've been walking in bare feet for years. 
uh, as much as I can, I do that uh, on grass or dirt. Even if I'm walking through suburbia, I won't walk on the footpath. I will walk uh, while keeping a check for dog poo, of course. I will walk on the the grass out the front of the houses, the nature strips. So I do that as much as possible. I walk, on average, I walk every day, even the days where I do a run, I'll also do a walk. I also do a couple of variations of that where once a week I go to the park, which is near me, which is 800 metres from me, and I do backward walking. So I would walk from goal square to goal square on this football oval, uh, and I walk, I don't know what that is, maybe 150 or 120 metres, uh, and I walk backwards, and I generally do 10 laps, which is, I guess, that's 1.2 to 1.5 Ks, walking backwards. Backward walking is great for glute, hamstring activation, for um uh, for lower back, it there's just a lot of benefits that come with that because we because always well not always but mostly we walk in a forward direction, and so quite often we have a disproportionate level of um, strength and tightness through the front versus back. Quite often we have very strong hip flexors and quads, the muscles on the front, and conversely we have weak glutes, our ass muscles and lower back and hamstring muscles, and so. If you want to Google, I don't have time now, but if you want to Google the benefits of backward walking, they are vast. The last thing that I do, or two more things just quickly, I also do soft sand walking because I live 800 metres from the beach, uh, which I love. And I also have a weight vest, which I probably drag out, if I'm being honest, once a month. And I can load that vest up with up to, don't ask me why, but up to um, it is up to 138 pounds. Uh, they're three pound little kind of uh, bricks that go into this vest. But I generally would put on 60 pounds, uh, which is, I guess that's like 27 kilos or thereabouts. I put on 27 th- kilos, 60 pounds, and I will do like a three to five K walk in that, which is really hard. So that's it. That's that's kind of what I do. It's not over the top. It's not, you know, but I'm consistent. I know that for me, apart from the biological slash physiological functional benefits of training, exercising, moving my body, getting my heart rate up, getting outside, getting out of this fucking chair, getting in the gym, lifting heavy shit. Apart from that, there's a sociological benefits, there's psychological, there's emotional benefits, there's the biochemical stuff that's happening in my brain that's fucking awesome. And, and for me, it's it's foundational to who I am and how I am and everything, all the other bits of my life work better because I work out. See you next time.